Previously on Sammy Magic. You and I could rule more than just this magic and world. We could rule the entire world. All I need, the big, cool rock. With that, he holds up his wand, charging it with this bright green energy. Skulls begin to flow around the outside of his wand as he casts a spell towards Sammy, which shot forward in this jagged display of light, like a lightning bolt from his wand directly to Sammy, and shot that same energy back out of Sammy's arm directly through evil Douglas, disintegrating him in an instant. Sammy stared in awe when suddenly the room also began to disintegrate. Every single piece of that room fell down around him. A massive rock comes crashing down onto his head and Sammy Magic's world went to black. Sammy awakens in a hospital bed after numerous hours being blacked out. Oh, thank God, he's awake! He's awake! Greg, come here, come here! It was the voice of Harmony calling from across the room, and Sammy looked up to discover his friends rushing towards him with a vim and vigor he hadn't seen in weeks. They quickly embrace him, but Greg pulls away suddenly. Oh, I'm... I'm sorry. What? What do you have to be sorry about? Sammy remarks as he looks down at his arm before remarking, Oh my god! Where his wrist once was, where that runic symbol once was, where his hand once was, was gone. It was merely a stump, a nub, waiting there at the end of his arm. Okay. Anyone want to explain what happened here? Well, it took them a while to pull you out of the rubble, Harmony explains, and they found you trapped underneath a massive boulder. The only way to actually get you free was to, well, you know, 127 hours you. So, no arm. Um, nurse? Sammy remarks, turning towards a kindly nurse who walked towards him with a big smile. Yes, dear. How can I help you? How long until this grows back? I'm I'm sorry. What do you what do you mean, dear? How long until my arm grows back? You're not a lizard. It's never coming back. What what you you're telling me there's not some sort of magical spell you could put on me to give me the the arm back that's I mean I've seen you repair broken fractures in in a matter of minutes you can't give me back an arm I can't just put a new bone in your body dearie we can't just magically grow flesh that's horrifying I mean, if I could just put bones in people's body, could you imagine? I would, I'd have like 50 new bones at this point if I had that ability. No, no, no. Unfortunately, you're going to have to live with the stump for, for quite a while. She turns with a smile and a wink and returns to her duty as Sammy stares down at that stump at the end of his arm. Well, at least it doesn't hurt, I guess. Greg, how are you doing? Sammy remarks, looking up at his friend who died 
or got hurt during a chess game. I don't, I still don't understand that. I still do not understand that segment. Oh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. The nurses got me healed up in no time. Greg responds with a smile as Sammy looks up with him with bright, wide eyes. Greg, what happened to your voice? Oh, you see, the thing is, my voice box was actually damaged, so they just gave me a new one um, to differentiate our voices in upcoming episodes. Okay. Sammy responds, looking up at this new Brooklyn Greg, when suddenly a voice calls from the hallway. Well, it's nice to see you've awoken. The trio look up to see Alan Grumblebum sitting there in the doorway staring at them. All of the nurses pack up their things and leave, and Harmony and Greg decide to join them, leaving Grumblebum alone with Sammy. Well, Sammy, I see you're recovering nicely. Sure, Sammy responds, looking down at his bloodied stump of an arm. Well, other than that, but I do have some good news. And from within his satchel, Grumblebum produces the big cool rock. And also, Nicky Flannel's head. Oh, God, Grumblebum, when's the last time you cleaned this bag? There's an old Snickers at the bottom covered in mold. God! Oh, thank God you made it out. Sammy responds, looking at Nicky Flannel's head. Well, I'm immortal. Wasn't really that difficult to get me out of there. I'm just a head. Now, Sammy, I brought Nicky and The Rock here for you to say... To say your farewells. Farewells? Why? Where are they going? The duo look up at Sammy with sad eyes. We've decided to destroy the big cool rock, Sammy. What? No, you can't. Nikki will die if you destroy that rock. I've already done enough in my life, boy. Not exactly much more for a head to do. But you're a genius of magic. You could teach here at Wizard Harvard. You you have so much potential. You have so much to do. Ah, yes, you're right, actually. I did have a, a few more things to do, but luckily Grumblebum and I took care of it. Because my last big project was actually for you, Sammy. What do you mean? And with that, Grumblebum reached inside of his satchel to pull out an intricately carved wooden gauntlet, featuring that runic symbol carved into its forearm. I, um, decided to give you a little bit of an upgrade, Sammy. Nikki responds as Grumblebum fits that gauntlet onto the end of the stump at the end of Sammy Magic's arm. As he does, it begins to glow a violent green hue, and suddenly it responds to Sammy's brain. Sammy thinks to make a fist, and it does. He gives a thumbs up, and it does, and Sammy looked down, confused. I I don't understand. How does this work? Ah, yes, that's my favorite part, actually. Here, press that button at the bottom. Sammy looks down to discover a small button, and when he presses it, it opens to reveal Sammy's wand hidden within. It's actually controlled by your own magic, which means that you're never going to be anywhere without your wand ever again. If you want to cast a spell, come straight out of your arm. You're like Iron Man. You can also do finger guns and shoot off fireballs. It's pretty badass. Well, thank you, Nikki, but you can't die. You can't leave me. I I have so much more to learn. I mean, I... Sammy, it's my time. In fact, 
It was my time about 30 years ago when I made that damned thing. And unfortunately, I decided to prolong it. Decided that I was going to be the one to control my own destiny. And you see where I ended up. A head in a bag with a moldy Snickers. I'm just saying that when it's time for us to go, it's time for us to go, Sammy. I know it, your parents know it, and it's about high time that you know it. But there's so much more to do. I I don't understand. You have so much more to do. There's so much more work left. Ah, (laughs) Nikki looks down with a smile. And that's where your work begins, Sammy. He offers a smile before being slowly lowered into that bag with that moldy old Snickers bar as Grumblebum looks back up at Sammy with a smile. Actually, Sammy, there is one more thing I wanted to give you. He reaches within and pulls out a small broken shard. A shard from the Mirror of Arised. It was broken during the battle, but there were still small shards left. And I wanted you to have a piece. Sammy grabs that shard of metal and looks into it, and he no longer sees his parents. He no longer sees his past. He sees himself. Much older, much wiser. And standing next to him were Greg, Harmony, and most surprisingly enough, bad boy Barry Snakeman with their arms around each other, smiles on their faces, faces that are covered with bruises and scrapes from what was clearly an epic battle that our heroes came out on top of. Sammy stares down at it confused as Grumblebum asks, What do you see? I... I see the future, I guess. Sammy responds as he looks into the hallway and sees bad boy Barry Snakeman looking in nervously. And then when they make eye contact, Snakeman rushes away. But in that brief moment of eye contact, there was no contempt in Barry's eyes. There was no hatred for the person Sammy Magic was. It was nothing but relief. All right, Sammy, enough is enough. It's actually time for us to get down to the dining hall. We're about to announce the winners of this year's House Cup. With this sentence, all of the previous day's battles flew out of Sammy Magic's mind. All of the pain, all of the anger, all of the losing his arm, and only one thought stayed in place. I didn't win. Sammy knew he didn't win. Sammy knew he didn't pass his tests. Sammy knew that things were not going to turn out well when he rushed towards the dining hall, where he finds it decorated from head to toe in rude boy paraphernalia. He looks up at the scoreboard and realizes that despite all of his efforts, the Lionhearts only managed to get up to third place. The only team they beat was the Soft Squad, which was... Honestly, not that impressive. Sammy passes by Professor Kitty Cat, who looks at him with a sneer, before going up and taking the stand. All right, everybody, it's time to announce the winners of the House Cup. And as you can tell, it is a formality because the giant banners on the wall are a bit of a spoiler. But 
Yes, as you can tell, the winner of this year's House Cup and the house to be receiving a free pizza party are none other than the rude bo- Hold up! One second. A voice calls from the side of the stage, and it was Alan Grumblebum who rushed up with a start. Before we formally announce the winners, I would like to award some bonus points for the end of the year. Well, this is some absolute bullshit. It was with great pride and great consideration that I would like to award Harmony Smarts 50 points for some of the most intellectual herbology I've ever seen. In addition, I would like to award Samuel Magic 50 points for bravery in the face of danger and 50 points to Greg Ginger for the best game of chess that I've ever seen. 150 points went straight to the Lionhearts, whose entire table stare up at the scoreboard, seeing their score soar higher and higher, finding themselves only five points away from Rude Boys. They had nearly done it. They were so close... But unfortunately, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. They were still five points away from the Rude Boys, a house that had worked all year to ensure their victory in the House Cup. A a house that many people despise, but you can't deny their cunning and their wit and their ambition that they used to climb that scoreboard. Whether that be through arduous study or excessive plays on the wizard football pitch, Rude Boys had earned their victory. Oh, also, why don't we give Sad Tommy ten points? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Grumblebum responds, sending the Lionhearts to the top of the scoreboard and Rude Boys back down to the number two spot. A decision that earned booze from literally every other house but the Lionhearts. Okay, alright, hold on, hold on. I had to study my literal wizard ass off for five damned days to even get ten points due to a good test. That was every week for me, and yet, let's see... Someone who was kind of good at herbology got 50 points. Uh, let's see, bravery, which, mm, isn't that what the Lionhearts are supposed to be doing? Good job for being what your house is supposed to be. 50 points to you. Sad Tommy, we're not even gonna talk about you right now. And then, who beating someone at chess... 50 points. Hey, Grumblebum, I kicked Samuel Nails' ass at Mario Kart 64 a couple of days ago. You want to give me some bonus points for that, Kimasabi? No? Okay. Yeah, sure. It's anarchy. It doesn't matter. Give everybody points. Soft Squad, 150 points. Big Nerds, ooh, 1,124 points. Because we're just living, we live in a damn society. This doesn't, I just can't. Barry was upset. And Barry continued this rant all the way out into the hallway, but our heroes were still elated. They had won the House Cup, but most importantly, Sammy Magic's place here in the school was secure. No expiation, no punishment. Sammy Magic had done it. He had won the House Cup. He had defeated Evil Douglas, and all it cost him was an arm. 
Actually, now that I think about it, that is, that's a pretty big price to pay. So you know what? It kind of weighs out. Later that evening, our three heroes sit across from each other at a table, enjoying their end-of-the-year pizza party, ravenously devouring the pies with a breakneck pace. Greg ate two whole large pizzas on his own. But during this entire thing, he couldn't help but notice Barry Snakeman looking in from the outside, staring in through a glass window, And Greg looked at him with a big smile before walking over to the table and grabbing a slice of pepperoni pizza and bringing it to Barry Snakeman. I don't understand. Why are you doing this? Well, you're not the only one who knows how to play the game. Greg looks at him and gives him a smile and a wink and walks back in to celebrate with his friends as Barry Snakeman looks down at that pizza before a small smile grows across his face, before his eyebrows furrow as he realizes, what happened to his voice? Greg returns and sits across from Harmony Smarts and Sammy Magic, the boy who thought he was cursed, the boy who thought he would never find a home, the boy who was always different. But Sammy realized through this entire year, through all of the chaos, through all of the betrayal, through all of the dead unicorns, that being different isn't a curse. Having something inside of you that is unique is not a curse. It is a gift. And Sammy Magic looks down at that pizza and realizes that he has surrounded himself with people not like himself, but people who are equally unique. And it's that uniqueness that will give our heroes strength. It is that uniqueness that gives us our power. After years of searching for people who are like him, Sammy Magic realized he didn't need that. He needed people who were as willing to be different as he is. People who are as willing to live their life despite their differences. And as Sammy Magic realized that, as Sammy Magic realized that all of their differences are what keep them together, Sammy Magic smiled as that rune on his arm begins to glow green, and the voices finally stop. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And an extra thank you goes to all the people who helped this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... You can't sue me.